Welcome to Rocker Radio. I'm Jason Bryan, and you're listening to Chalk Talk. Rocker Radio is bringing you the fresh news and insights about telecoms roaming and interconnect, as we do in our reports. Over the next 15 minutes, we'll be talking to you about the non-EU roaming regulation. This is the fourth of a five-part series into the regulation. Its aim is to help you to understand what it's all about and what the implications are for mobile network operators and mobile subscribers too. In this fourth episode, we review the latest roaming regulations around the world. And we will uncover why Nellie Crowe's and Vivian Redding's ideas about increasing cross-border trade and communications have inspired many regulators around the world, who have an aim to follow in the footsteps of the epic EU-style roaming regulations and Rome Like at Home. So we start our journey in East Africa, where in 2014, the East African community, the EAC, made a joint commitment to create a one-area network for the five economies of the EAC, Burundi, Kenya, Rwanda, Tanzania and Uganda, with the benefits also being extended to South Sudan. The idea was to increase cross-border trade and communications by eliminating higher mobile roaming charges and surcharges on incoming international traffic. It was considered that both of these factors create substantial barriers to economic interaction between the EAC member states. With the exception of Tanzania and Burundi, EAC implemented the One Area Network Roaming Initiative on voice calls. They did this across the East African community. Therefore, for cross-border traffic originating in those countries, the rates have already been capped. The EAC subscribers receive calls for free while roaming in the One Area Network. The EAC states also agreed to extend the application of, of the One Area Network to data roaming. However, there were some implementation challenges. For example, operators in Rwanda reporting imbalances in traffic settlements towards EAC states like Kenya. The benefit of the One Area Network is essentially price caps for voice and data, and they also have plans for fair use policies. In other initiatives, they're actually looking to make regional DCH and FCH between the MNOs, so that clearing can be handled in an exclusive group. Over to South Africa now, and in 2015, the SADC developed a policy to deliver home and away roaming, an initiative aimed at harmonizing the regulation of roaming services within the region. The policy sought to set limits on maximum roaming tariffs for both retail and wholesale over a three-year period. The SADC tasked the Communication Regulators Association of South Africa, CRASA, to facilitate the implementation of the SADC roaming framework. Maximum roaming limits are now set on wholesale roaming services, with Krasau seeking implementation on retail services. Phase 2 of their project is looking at towards the EU-style regulation with a roam-like-at-home policy. Currently, Krasau has 13 active regular members from the SEDC countries. Over to West Africa now, where the Africa One network is in development. 
The economic community of West Africa's states, ECOWAS, and the regulatory authority for telecommunications and post, ARTP, has already achieved RALA for voice with a fair use policy of around 300 minutes in 30 days. The coverage for this is the MNOs in Senegal, in Mali, in Burkina Faso, Guinea and Togo. Let's head east now and look to the Arab states. The GCC, the Ministerial Committee for Post Telecommunications and Information Technology, approved the recommended regulations for roaming between the member states in 2015 in Doha, Qatar. GCC covers Kuwait, Bahrain, Qatar, Oman, UAE and the biggest of all the states, Saudi Arabia. Wholesale regulation came into effect in January 2016 and retail in April 2016. The point of the GCC price regulation for the six countries in the region was voice calls made and received and SMS. The price caps were in three steps ending in 2018. And for data in five steps running through to 2020, just in time for the Expo 2020 in Dubai. Informally, some GCC member states are seeking evidence of competition to see if affordable and permanently lower prices are available in the region. Heading further east, now we reach the Asia-Pacific area. The APT, the Asia-Pacific Telecommunity, in its 2015-2017 to strategic plan, has the reduction of international roaming charges as a key proposal. Their aim is to work with member administrations to facilitate promotion of and cooperation to reduce international mobile roaming charges on the basis of equality, reciprocity and mutual benefit to the extent that is consistent with the national laws, policies and regulations of member countries. In addition, the ACEAN member states, the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, continues to advocate for roaming regulation to be similar to that of the EU, but is not an international organization, and cooperation in the form of multilateral agreements between the member states would likely be required, which would also need to be implemented nationally. Asia-Pacific is an interesting market though, and while there are many rich and poor countries sitting side by side in the region, none of them are really pushing regulation across the region. Saying that, however, we can see a real case of roaming abolition in Singapore and Malaysia where roaming no longer exists between these markets. Finally, we have reached Australia, noted to be one of the most bill-shocked countries in the world. The Australian Communications and Media Authority, ACMA, amended the International Mobile Roaming Industry Standard, the IMR, after consultation in 2016. Several changes were proposed. MNOs to provide roaming pricing in a single text message on arrival. They need to permit customers to opt out of receiving usage alerts while roaming. And they need to postpone the requirement for MVNOs to provide roaming cost information until January 2019. Word on the street is that in the land of Oz, there is still a lot of focus on the national roaming issues to be going on with. So let's wait and see what happens there.
Crossing the international date line, we now head to Latin America. CITEL is working to foster the implementation of the current ITUT roaming proposals. Brazil were noted to have pushed and received sufficient support for an inter-American proposal to lower international mobile roaming rates. The ITUT is of course an international organization which makes recommendations on principles for international mobbing, mobile roaming rates, focusing on delivering an affordable roaming prices and measures to support orientated interventions. Strong support from Africa, Arab states, Asia Pacific and Latin. Whilst the ITUT recommendation is non-binding on a member state, it may be seen as an opportunity by member states to take further action to reduce roaming prices. Regulatel, the regulator group, has regulators in 23 countries in Latin America, including some from Europe. The Chilean regulator Subtel are chair of the Regulatel and have reactivated a debate on roaming pricing across the region and in particular roaming at borders, which can be very bad news if people inadvertently pick up roaming services while in their home country. Finally, we reach North America. There's currently no roaming regulation in North America. Some MNOs already have RALA-style solutions. However, since some companies own networks across the whole region, and they don't really need roaming regulations. Competition is very fierce and regulators have not really felt the need to step in. There were plans coming in the Trans-Pacific Partnership when Obama was president to try and forge lower roaming pricing. But as Trump arrived, the US backed out of these trade discussions. The Trans-Pacific Partnership, or the Trans-Pacific Partnership Agreement, is a trade agreement between the 11 countries including Australia, Canada, Japan, Mexico, New Zealand, Peru, to name but a few. As of January this year, it also included the USA too, who have since backed out of these negotiations. Let's see how the rest of the countries get on in the coming years on this important topic. Between 2014 and 2017, Rocco has developed several interesting reports into the EU roaming regulation and bill shock. Please ask us for more details or see our website. In our final episode of this series on roaming regulation, we're going to think about roaming regulations globally from a bill shock and silent roaming perspective. If bill shock and silent roaming are, th are the triggers to regulation, what are MNOs doing about preventing further bill shock and winning back silent roamers? Until next time, this is Jason Bryan and you've been listening to Chalk Talk from Rocco Radio.